Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Leticia. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Komodo Health, Health Podcast. On this podcast, we encourage wellness and inner growth. If you're looking for a safe space for shared human experience, look no further. Are you ready? Let's get into it. We're back with another episode. Today's episode is the final episode of season five and we wrap it up only to be back next year. So I'm super excited for today's episode. Um, It's about us navigating through the end of the year and just reflecting on everything that happened throughout the year and the lessons learned and how we can just navigate through the end of the year. <laughs> it's so crazy that we are actually saying the end of 2023 because I can remember celebrating Happy New Year's like it was yesterday. Like, what do you mean we're ending 2023? Right. And it's November, <sighs> next month, December. I'm not going to lie. I feel sick to my stomach. Like when I was small, like the end of the year was like an exciting thing. But now it's so scary for me because in as much as the future is exciting, it's also kind of scary. Yeah. And so the end of the year doesn't have a good feeling for me. I was just like right now as I speak, I feel so sick. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get it. The anxiety just builds up because you don't know what the next year holds. Exactly. And when we come to the end of the year, so many of us have so many questions. Like, what did I accomplish? You know, that's one of the questions that comes to people's heads. Like, what did I spend my time on? If you lost someone, you think about that person. And it's just, it's a lot of thoughts that just, you know, that's consuming us. Well, me per se, are you thinking about the end of the year? Of course I am. I am reflecting on the year and what happened. And this year was particularly a very difficult year, very challenging. So many bad things happened this year. But at the same time, so many beautiful things happened. And I feel like God blessed us in a tremendous way this year. And it's just, it's a crazy year. I don't think I've ever experienced a year like this where I feel blessed. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, what was that? What the hell was that? Yeah. What did we just go through? Mm. So that's why I am like, it's great. I feel grateful. But uh-huh. at the same time, it's like, no, this yeah. was not it. And I feel like when we come to the end of the year, people look more at the things that didn't work out than the things that actually did. And I think that is a problem. And also coming to the end of the year, obviously on the 1st of Jan, everyone will be doing photo dump or on the last day of December and people will be doing like showing all these extravagant things that they did. And you're going to be like, oh, what did I do throughout the course of the year? So Um, And there's going to be people that are going to be spending festive season alone. There are going to be people who are going to be celebrating uh, festive season with toxic family members. And there are going to be people who are actually going to be with those who they love and are excited to be around. So it's it's a dramatic time for me, I must say. Yeah, it is. And particularly for me and you, this will be the first time celebrating Christmas outside of south africa Mm. so this will be the first time just being away from our family in south africa so this will be new and i always looked forward to this like i couldn't wait to just be in a different space in my life i always looked forward to just a transition in my life to being in a space that is just away from where i was Mm. so i'm really keen and curious on how I will feel throughout this festive season because I've been waiting for it. So let's see. Let's see. Like, I am happy to be out of the space that we were in. But at the same time, I feel like, oh my goodness, I have so many babies, guys. I consider my nieces and my nephews my babies. And it's like, oh my goodness, this is the first Christmas. I'm not going to be with my babies or the first New Year's. Like, oh, I'm going to miss them. So there's that too. And yeah, and also 
I feel like festive season is also a very sensitive time for people who have lost a loved one because this is the first Christmas without them. This is the first New Year's without them. Um, and events like this is always a reminder of the absence of those people. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we've also lost people in mm. our family this year. So mm. this is going to be the first christmas and new year's without them because we usually gather together as a family mm. and spend time together and when i look back i feel like i took those moments for granted me too it's like damn i took those moments for granted because i thought we'd always be like this yeah and now you know yeah people are missing people are gone yeah so it's like i remember i heard someone say they were like Ugh. Every year, are we going to post people on WhatsApp and say happy birthday? Like, we need to stop that. And I was like, and and those words came back to me. And I thought, it's not every year that we're going to get to wish someone happy birthday. Because it's not guaranteed. So when you can do it, because someone's birthday only comes once a year, just do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, talking about... um festive season you know people will look at their lives usually from an a financial or academic point of view where they won or where they lost where they felt like they were successful in or weren't successful and I feel like success or winning comes in different forms and in different ways um maybe you won a mental battle maybe you won a spiritual battle uh maybe you won a physical battle it can look like anything and you have to define that so for me i would just hope that most of us don't sit and just see where we failed but actually look where we actually made progress absolutely yeah 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 okay so let's get into the questions so Sarah, we focus on mental health rights and, and helping people. And in the same breath, there's also a lot of people who have self-help books. There's motivational speakers. They tell you, think positively, wake up in the morning, brush your teeth and go get that bag. And um, I want to talk a little bit about that because going into this podcast episode, I wanted to encourage people, right? But I didn't want them I don't want to come into this podcast telling someone to think positively, to love themselves, because I sat and I thought no one wakes up in the morning wanting to not live. No one wakes up in the morning wanting to talk negatively about themselves. Like no one wakes up in the morning wanting to be depressed or anxious. It, it's just, it just happens, you know? So how can we encourage those people and even anyone else to just try, like, you know, give their motivation, but not be like, yeah, think positively. Yeah. If I'm they so, could have, they would have. Yeah. I'm so happy you asked you asked this question because the other day we're having a conversation about how there's so many motivational speakers. There's so many um, life coaches and wellness coaches who are out there um, writing books making YouTube videos, seminars, workshops, um, IG lives, um, you name it. There's so many people out there with the whole thing of, girl, you better wake up in the morning and work. Yeah. If you want to live a soft life, you better work. <laughs> if you want to... And I've seen a lot of um, therapists and psychologists who feel that we are now misusing language mm. all these words gaslighting toxic um what's the other one it's normalized um narcissist all these terms that we just keep throwing there and there and there we don't even fully understand the meaning of them and with all these motivational speakers i've seen a lot of therapists and psychologists complaining like whoa whoa these are real issues these are real terms and it just feels like there's people out there wanting to take advantage of people's mental health and illnesses to make a profit exactly do you really care about the people you're helping some people really care so mm -hmm. some people really have that gift mm. that gift of speaking 
that gift of motivation, that gift of inspiring. And, you know, those people are needed. Mm. We do need therapists and psychologists who've went to school and studied for years and years and years and years. We do need that. And we, sometimes we, we do need someone who will give us that pep talk, someone who will just give us that quick encouragement and inspiration. Those people are needed and it is a gift from God. I do believe that. But there's just some people who do that for the sake of making a profit. Exactly. They charge people unbelievable prices mm -hmm. just to give them tips that are sometimes not even practical. Mm -hmm. Are these tips practical? Can you actually apply these tips to real life? And you must understand that every person is different. Every person experiences life in a different way. So everyone needs a unique approach mm -hmm. on how to live well. Mm -hmm. It's not a universal thing. Telling people, wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, and go to the gym at 6 a.m. Yeah. After that, have a full uh, balanced diet breakfast. And then do this, do, 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 do. It doesn't work for everybody. And also, for someone who's been in a deep state of depression or anxiety, they need to start with the simplest activity. Exactly. You can't be from, you know, just not having the zeal to do anything to waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning, drinking water first thing, exercising, reading a book, taking a shower. Yes. All and these doing things, all that. Being all productive. And you yeah. see all these videos on um, on even YouTube. You'll see a, a, a woman will have a YouTube video titled How I Made Six Figures in Three Months. Mm. Those things make people feel bad about themselves. Or you'll see pregnant women say, I'm suffering from postmortem depression. I still wake up in the morning. I go to gym. Yes. Like, no. No, it doesn't it. work like that. As motivational speakers, as life coaches, as therapists, as psychologists, as YouTubers, if you have a platform, you have to understand that your audience, they all have a unique experience to life. And sometimes cater your um, cater your work around that. Mm. Don't just think about how you can make quick bucks, mm. quick money. You're creating these workshops. Are they really helpful? Are your workshop really helping and changing people's lives? Or are you just charging them crazy amounts of money? I actually heard a psychologist say that you're actually adding on to the difficulty. Because now what happens is this person feels like I'm so useless to a point that I can't even do something as simple as keeping up with positive thoughts. But the way it was introduced to them was incorrectly. Think positively. It doesn't work, it doesn't like, work that. like that. Because, you know, when someone falls into depression or anxiety or someone is sad for a period, there were there was an event of things that happened that led them to be how they are. And in the same breath, for them to get out of that situation, there's a number of things that need to take place. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. And in the process of it, you are even going to have bad days in your healing process. And that doesn't mean you've gone a step back. That doesn't mean you failed. It's just part of the process. It's part of the healing process. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I feel that because the um the way you phrased the question, the way you, in, you ended the question, you asked like how um people can try. Number one, if you are truly, if you are struggling mentally to a capacity where you really need help outside of yourself, go ahead and reach out. Reach out. My only wish is that um there's obviously a lot of free facilities that help people with mental health issues and illnesses and i just wish there was a lot more because mental health right now and going to, for therapy is a luxury mm. so i just i i pray for a future where it becomes accessible and affordable for people who really can't afford it right now absolutely and beware of the people you follow on social media, mm. the type of content you engage in, if you feel that, that um, you're following a, a, a motivational speaker who tells you things like, get up in the morning, maybe it will work for one person. Mm. It might not work for you. 
um, just filter those things out. Mm. You know, follow people who actually make you feel good and people who actually motivate you and encourage you in a realistic way to your life and your experience. Mm-hmm. And to end it off, because I'm enjoying this particular book, it's written very. It's written in a way that is so simple to understand. Um, right now I'm reading Why Has No One Told Me This Before by Dr. Julie Smith. Um, I think it is a brilliant book. Like, do yourself a favor and purchase that book. Like, I feel like every human deserves to have a copy of that book because it's not just a book that when you're done reading, you just stack it on your shelf, but it's a book that you can go back over and over again and like she says it's not therapy the book is not there for you to psychologize yourself but she's literally just giving a life tools that anyone can use and i'm personally reading the book and i love it and if you get the chance to purchase it go ahead and purchase that book (laughs) on that note let's talk about celebrating life because end of the year is you know, it's a celebration. We made it to the end of the year. So what does celebrating, like, what does celebrating look like to you, Sarah? Celebrating to me looks like acknowledging the amazing stuff you did throughout the year. And not only the amazing stuff you did throughout the year, but the amazing stuff that the people around you also accomplished, right? You know, sometimes we normally talk about the things that we accomplished, but Sometimes think about the people you love and the things they've accomplished. And it's like, wow, Leticia did that. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of her. Uh, and just realizing how blessed you are to be alive and to be where you are. And I know for some people right now, if they're going, if you are going through a really tough time and moment where it's just so hard to, be, to even appreciate being alive, um, I would say that, and we always say this, we always repeat that, as long as you're alive, there's infinite possibilities out there. Mm-hmm. So look onto that and celebrate that. Mm-hmm. That as long as you're breathing, there's still a possibility for a better something. Mm-hmm. And that also try to be mindful and live in the presence. Look at your presence where you are right now. Don't look at your past. Don't look at the future, just where you are right now. What is it? What is something that makes you feel good? Who is that this person or this thing that makes you feel good? And just celebrate it. And celebrating doesn't have to be extravagant or whatever. Celebrating could be like, you know what, tonight I'm gonna buy myself that ice cream Mm. and just have that ice cream because you know what? I deserve that. Tonight, I'm going to make myself a little cup of tea and just sit and watch that anime movie that I used to love so much when I was um, six years old. I don't know. Just you can celebrate in those ways. So then I'm going to celebrate by calling someone that I love mm-hmm. and just talking to them and reminding them of where we've come from or whatever. Like mm. there's so many ways to celebrate yourself, so many ways to celebrate life, especially after such a difficult year. Mm. Um, there's just so many ways. Like for me, like how we keep saying this year was really difficult, but God blessed us tremendously. Like I was even thinking about it this morning. Like, mm. Oh my gosh, what a difficult year. Lost um, some of our loved ones and so many things just going wrong. But at the same time, so many beautiful things happened. And just thinking on that just made me feel good. When we got downstairs, I was, mm. I even told you, Letty, I was like, Letty, I feel so good. Yeah. I, did, I didn't expect this, but I feel so good. And I think it's because I reflected and focused on the good that happened. A hundred percent. And I agree with you on everything. And I feel like, You don't have to always wait for New Year's or Christmas or end of the year to celebrate yourself because then it kind of feels a bit overwhelming. 
So I think over the time, like as we're building up, as we're getting closer to Christmas or New Year's, I think every day you can incorporate, cultivate a little something that you celebrate as you get there. So that by the time you get to Christmas or New Year's, you feel good. Because if you Mm -hmm. only do it on the day, Mm -hmm. you might feel down. So like like from today, you already start celebrating. Do a little I like something. that. You know why I like what you just said? Mm-hmm. Because I know that during Christmas time, even ourselves, we have a struggle with that. We mm-hmm. always feel so low. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if you're listening to this, I don't know if you also experience this. When it just comes to festive season, Christmas time, you just become so low. Mm-hmm. And I always feel so low and I dread, mm-hmm. I dread Christmas and New Year's. I really do. But what you just said is so beautiful. If we could just celebrate each day as we reach christmas and new year's and i think by the time we reach christmas we're really gonna feel good about ourselves and about our lives because we've already been celebrating yeah so i think that's what we should do because personally for myself i want to just celebrate each day slowly um you know this year last week sunday i took out my coloring pencils it was a Sunday that didn't require me to do anything. So I just colored in the whole day. I read my book and I felt good. And that was a way of me celebrating. Sometimes I call a friend. It depends on the day of the week. Maybe I can call two people in that week. And that makes me feel good. So you can start cultivating your celebration. And Beautiful. <laughs> Now let's get into how to view failures and losses. Because that is something that we're going to think about. Yeah. You know what I want to say about this, right? Is that failures and losses are really just lessons. We call them failures and, and losses, but in reality, they're just lessons. Because I always say, and you know me, so you even know what I'm about to say, as long as your lungs can inhale and exhale, as long as your heart is still beating, as long as you're alive, there is hope, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like view your failures and your losses as a lesson. What can you learn from there? And then don't focus on now the failure, but look at the opportunities that stand present and available. Let's say you failed. You're great. You failed. What other opportunities stand available? Can you retake the, the year, the test? What What are the options available to you, you know? Uh, if you broke up with your man or your woman, you might feel very down. But what is available to you right now? Okay, I can have a relationship with myself right now. Um I know our relationship didn't work out because of A, B, C, and D. I can work on myself because of this. When I'm ready, I'm going to dive into a new relationship. You know, if you lost your job right now and you're job seeking and it feels a bit heavy, what can I do right now? Let me volunteer for a nonprofit organization and work for them. So there's always something that you can do that will lead to what you eventually want to get to. So, Amy. I think that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was sitting and I was thinking, and we always say, oh, when you are alive, there's literally hope. But I, I wanted to think of it in an even more profound way. Okay, this is a bit dark. It's not dark, but don't think of it in a sad way, right? So if someone is sick, right, and let's say now they're plugged into the machine and... Their, their life is now supported by the machine. The machine is making sure that there's blood circulation, the heart is pumping, um, the person is breathing, but the person is not there. But the fact that you know that this person, there's still life in their body, like they're not there, they're in the vegetable state, but the fact that the heart is still beating, there's still blood circulation, you're going to be sad, but you're not going to cry like in the grieving state. But the moment you allow for the the machine to be switched off and now the person is actually gone now, that's when you actually feel grief at its core. That's when you actually cry. But when there's still that sign of life, there's a, you feel hopeful. That It's in that sense that I want to say that your life is a sign of hope. 
So if we can feel hopeful for people who are in that state, how much more for you who is actually walking, speaking, breathing, moving? So in that sense, if you look at your life in that way, just try. Always try. There's there's always an option. There's always a possibility somewhere in a world full of no's there's a yes somewhere yeah you said that so beautifully there is nothing for me to add to that (laughs) that was brilliant (laughs) that was so brilliant leticia is so good with words like that was brilliant i have nothing to add to that like everything you just said is spot on like failures are just lessons just look at them as lessons mm-hmm. and if you look but just think of us when we've had our own failures mm-hmm. and things just didn't work out have you noticed in those moments we always learn something and we're always just like sarah you know what next time we're going to do one two three mm-hmm. instead of x y z we always do that mm-hmm. and those are learning lessons and the more we work on ourselves on our businesses on everything that we are and we keep getting better at it Mm -hmm. i've noticed that we've proved we've improved in so many ways in so many ways because if we didn't fail we wouldn't know everything that we know right now exactly and i also came to realize like because sarah you know this like when i go through something i like to dwell on it and like and i was thinking why am i dwelling on it Let's look, what are the other possibilities? And when you start to think of it in that way, it literally opens a different channel in your brain. Even if you can't access the things, the possibilities that you want right now, even if it's just to go on Pinterest and make a vision board of that thing and just moving away from the energy of what didn't work, it changes something in your brain. Exactly. Yeah. Because our brains, they are so amazing. Mm -hmm. They are like little computers. And I say this to Sarah every time. We program them with whatever we consume. Like we program them. So the more negative stuff you consume, it's like, you know, when you open your phone, it has certain pop-ups. Your brain, the moment you wake up, it's going to give you those pop-ups of those negative things because that's what it's used to. But once you start programming it differently, it's going to start thinking differently eventually. yeah. Yeah. And with what you just said, I'll just add on. Don't internalize things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Bad things happen. Mistakes happen. Don't internalize them. Mm -hmm. Look at them as external things that happen that you can just learn from Mm -hmm. and move on from that. And Mm -hmm. next time, if something similar happens, you'll know how to apply those lessons and those skills Mm -hmm. that you learned. Mm -hmm. That's it. A hundred percent. And sometimes there are really things that you couldn't control in that situation. Mm, yeah. And sometimes we literally blame ourselves for things that we couldn't have controlled. Look at that situation and think, what could have I controlled? And then the things that you could have controlled, just take that as a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. And then that that you couldn't control, just give it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, let's look at what does forgiving and letting go look like? Because, you know, we've come to the end of the year. We're going to be hard on ourselves for a lot of things. And there's also a lot of things that we need to let go of. So what does forgiving and letting go look like? Mm, that's a good one. Um, Like I said, not internalizing things. Do not internalize things and we don't always have control over everything everything is just a learning lesson Mm -hmm. and the same grace you would give to the next person give yourself that grace give yourself that compassion Mm -hmm. because even for myself one thing i struggle with is forgiving myself Mm -hmm. i can't even forgive the next person for hurting me But when I hurt myself or when I've acted in ways that I'm not proud of, it's always so hard for me to forgive myself. I always feel like I deserve to be stoned. But I don't. And it's okay for me to forgive myself. And you know, sometimes I feel selfish. I'm like, if I forgive myself, am I being selfish? 
I mean, I deserve to be, you know, like stoned. Like I deserve to be in this horrible state. I don't deserve to smile. I don't deserve to be happy, you know. But I also deserve forgiveness. I really do. The same grace and compassion I'm willing to give to the next person, I have to give it to myself. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if in what you just asked is just forgiveness for yourself or also forgiveness for other people because the year has come to an end. Now, obviously, there's some people who who we felt have wronged us. Mm -hmm. How do we forgive them as well? I think when I wrote this question, not even I think, I also meant like forgiving ourselves and also forgiving those around us who have hurt us. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, some people or most people who hurt you will never come back to you and say, you know what I did? I I was wrong. Yeah. I did A, B, C, and D. I was wrong and I'm sorry. Yeah. And people don't like to apologize because when they apologize, then they really see themselves for who they really are. And no one wants to see the monster inside Mm -hmm. of them. No one wants to face that. So what will people do? They will hurt you. They will avoid you. And so unfortunately, it becomes up to ourselves to give ourselves that closure because those people will never give it to us. That's true. Because... A few days ago, I've mentioned the story before in our previous podcast. I can't remember which one, but I spoke about when I was bullied in grade three mm. by this boy and it messed me up up until now. Mm. And a few days ago, I kept having dreams about this person. Mm. I didn't even mention it, mention it to you. You are actually hearing it for the first time here. And it would disturb me. Like every time I would wake up the one day when I dreamt about this person, I think it was... Was it Monday? What day is it today? Today's Friday. Friday. So I think it was like Monday or Tuesday and I dreamt about this person. And I'm telling you, the whole day I was so gloomy. My day just felt so dark. And I was like, oh my gosh, this person traumatized me, bullied me in grade three. I was nine years old. And today I am 27 years old and it still has a hold on me. It still has an effect on me. And I felt so angry. I felt so angry. Like, I I wish this person could come to me in my face and be like, I am sorry for doing those things to you. But guess what? That will never happen. Mm-hmm. I will never get that opportunity to have this person stand in front of me and apologize. And in fact, the few times I saw this person, <laughs> like recently, um, I saw this person at a friend's graduation party. And he was there and I could still see that he still had that arrogance of being a bully towards me. And I couldn't stand that. <laughs> so I went behind his head and and I said something. I said something <laughs> that only he would understand. <laughs> and then once I said that thing at the back of his head... He changed for the rest of the night. Remember, Sarah? He yeah. changed. He only kills me. So, seeing that he's, he still has that arrogance. And I think a few months ago, mm. Leticia and I were running errands. I don't know where we were driving to. I can't even and remember. we were at a four stop. Yeah, we are at a four stop. And, and he had to go. He had to. He, it was his turn to go before us. And he was taking long, but I didn't even recognize that it was him. And then he turned his right. So in him turning his right, he he was now... Before he turned, I was thinking in my head. I don't know how to say it in English. I was like, oh, Baba, what is he waiting for? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is he waiting for? He's making me angry. Yeah. And then I looked at him and he knew who we were. And he wanted us to look at him like, I don't know, he's so cool. And it just said he looked so arrogant. And then he like, when he was passing us, right? Yeah. Because he had to pass in front of our car. He he became so he, puffed up and yeah. he like made... I don't know how to say Like, he made his car start. <laughs> what do you say when like... Your car was like... Yeah, like he made it like stop, go forward. So we could see him. Yeah, yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. And I was like, you're so weird. And when Letisa explained that to me, I was like, oh my gosh, this person literally traumatized me. At my big age, I'm still struggling with that. Like, my friends don't even... 
did I mention this to our friends? No, I've, you I've never. You've never. And I've, I've never, never brought it up because you have to be the one to feel comfortable. It's so hard for me to just even speak about it. Like, my friends even listening to this podcast, if they hear this story, they're going to wonder, who is this person? Mind you guys, if you listen to this, friends, um, we went to school together with this person. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's and crazy is because certain villains... They are so loved, right? They are loved by people. So you feel crazy when you are the one who's hurt by them. Because like everyone loves him or her. But I'm going to look crazy if I say this person hurt me. Yeah. So in this case, this guy, I think, is loved by people. No, he is. He's yeah. loved by people. People love him. I'm telling you, if I had to tell my friends this story, they're going to be shocked because they loved him so much. Mm-hmm. Loved him. Everyone loved him. So I'm going to look like the crazy one. And then just thinking about him even till today, he's still arrogant. He still feels good about himself and not even reflecting on what he did to me. I was so angry this week. So now it's like, how do I forgive this person? I have to. Because this person will never come to me and be like, Sarah, I am sorry for what I did to you. I'm sorry for how I affected you. But I wish wish if he even had, I know he doesn't, but I wish if he even had shame in your presence like feel shame like even if you can't come and say i'm sorry but you can't be puffing in my in my presence you cannot you need to shrivel you need to shrink how dare you (laughs) this is not having it no i'm not because but then how do we move past things like this like if someone is even listening to this episode and they are in that situation when you are in that situation like how also in that situation yeah yeah you must literally sit yourself down say it even out loud say shongololo i forgive you i forgive you for doing a b c and d write it down even on a paper yeah. shongololo i forgive you i think i need to do for that doing a b c and d and then when you're done take that paper scrunch it up and throw it i in think the i'm also scared to be in to be in that state of doing that i'm scared mm. of how it's gonna affect me mm. what if i start crying then it's okay tears, i hate tears, being vulnerable tears like that are the hot way of letting go so cry it out if you need to because it's better to let go than to hold on to it because holding does so much more damage than letting go i think i'm scared i'm scared of being in that moment with myself i'm scared of acknowledging i'm scared of acknowledging how this has affected me and how this has hurt me. Like I'm scared to even go. Like this, it's a beautiful exercise. Like to sit down and to write down. So and so you have heard me like this. I don't know how I can do it. I'm even and you know, scared. And you know I get why you're scared. Sometimes you've become so used to living with the pain. That someone caused you. That you're scared to know how you would live without it. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. There was a girl who was like suffering from severe depression and, you know, she started going to therapy. She started doing things that work for her. And she said she can feel that it's working, but she's at a space where she doesn't know how to live with her depression, without her depression. She got comfortable in it that she rather, as as crazy as it sounds, she'd rather go back in that state of depression because she doesn't know how to live, live without it. Yeah maybe but i went through a time where i prayed against it and i prayed that god helps me to move past it and i stopped dreaming about this person i stopped thinking about this person and i felt happier Mm. but i don't know lately i've just been having those dreams again and i think also being away from home you know coming coming here where we are right now you know we thought okay we're leaving the people who've heard us in south africa you know this is a clean slate but for some reason it's like it's not about their physical presence it's about how they are in your head actually mm-hmm. that's the issue mm-hmm. that's so what I it is i think that's what we're dealing with yeah so the whole forgiving thing that was a really tough question leticia yeah I don't know if we even answered the question. I don't know if I answered the question. I I've I can try to learn to forgive myself, but there's like I said, yeah. I don't and, know. And the when whole you forgive yourself, say sorry. Like say, like look at yourself in the mirror and say, Leticia, I'm sorry. Mm. Say it. Mm. 
And even with other people who've hurt you, say, I forgive them. Yeah, it's hard, but we have to. Even letting go, what does letting go look like? We didn't answer that part. When someone is holding on to something or someone and they need to let go, how do they let go? Bro, I need to do these exercises myself. <laughs> like, how do I let go? I think... There's a lot of things that breath, I'm holding on to. I think in the same breath, like, you just need to speak to yourself. It's not easy. But you have to tell yourself, I did the best that I could with what I had and with what I knew. And I, I did my best. It's safe to walk away. I think it's that, it, it's, a, it's a matter of safety. Yeah. You know, like, it's, we need to let ourselves know that it's safe. It's okay to walk away. We're scared of, we walk away and then, we're, like, what is that going to do to us? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? When we have better answers for that what question. does forgiving and letting go look like, I think we need to come back I think back we to need to one. come back. Because I don't know. I don't know how to let go of so many hurts that I've experienced throughout my life. And hurt that keeps recurring. I don't know how to let that go. I've held on to it. So tightly. Mm. And I just. I don't know. I'll figure it out. And we'll come back. When we come back. For season 6. Maybe I'll have an answer. (laughs) What does trying look like. In the simplest form or way. Mm. that we've spoken about many a times on this platform trying is in the simplest form like I said it's not always going to the gym it's not always being super productive and doing this trying is even just the way we're sitting here doing this podcast sometimes it takes a lot of energy for us to just sit and do a podcast and then publish it it's really hard but even this what we're doing is we're trying yeah and we should pat ourselves on the back that we try and you know what's the problem with humans we always want to reach for perfectionism Mm -hmm. it's not about perfectionism because then that's going to break you down Mm -hmm. so what you need to do is in the simplest way if perhaps it's just you need to start drinking more water Mm -hmm. Don't say, I'm going to drink six glasses of water. No. Don't do that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, Start mm-mm. even by saying, I'm going to drink half, not even a full. Not even a full. Half a glass of water. Yep. And you leave it at that. Every day, just half a glass. Half a glass. Then once you feel comfortable with the half a glass, then you add on a little. Yeah. Then when you add on a little and now you, you, you know, it's in your routine, it's in your habits to constantly drink water, then you add another habit. Yeah. Maybe, um... I will stretch yeah. my arms when I come out of yeah. bed. And then you just focus on that. Yeah. So with us humans, when we want to try and put our lives mm-hmm. together, we sometimes will, and I'm very guilty of this. I'll yeah, be, you I'll are. drink water. I'll Ooh, exercise. Guys, Leticia. I'll pray. I will, I'll... Leticia, guys, even when it comes to uh-huh. our business, I won't lie, I applaud her as well because she's such a hardworking person. But I, I like to... I like to be laid back and I like to keep my task very simple and short. But Leticia, if she just has a surge of energy, she wants to do 110 things right there and then. And sometimes we get in conflict with that because it's like, I'm trying to do things at a slower pace and you're trying to do things really fast. So, yeah. And you know what? With what you just said, um, I think a month ago, I didn't like where I was. And how I and how unproductive I was. So I thought, let me create a schedule, a schedule from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, and I'm gonna follow this schedule. You know the whole perfectionism thing that you said. I'm like, I'm gonna follow this schedule. Seven o'clock, wake up. Half past seven, pray, read my Bible, read, drink water. Eight o'clock, I'm gonna exercise. I did that whole scheduled thing and guys, it did not work. I couldn't keep up with it. I couldn't do it. 
And I just felt overwhelmed. And when I'm overwhelmed, I don't get anything done. Uh-huh. So you know what I decided to do? As long as you get something on that list done. Yes, I wrote a list of, I think, four things that are really important to me. Really, really important. Four things on my list. And as long as as I can get at least one mm-hmm. of those things done in a day, I am satisfied and I am happy. Mm-hmm. Guys, my life has changed. Mm-hmm. I'm so much happier. Because the schedule that I had created of when I wake up at 7 in the morning, I do this, I do that. It just made me feel overwhelmed. But this list of four things, mm-hmm. if I can just do one thing. And the one thing could literally just be drink enough water. And I do that. And the rest of the things on my list, I don't even do. I'm still happy with myself because at least I did one thing. And I've also told myself, if I don't do anything on the list, that is still fine because I'm sure I did other things that were just as important. Mm -hmm. And if I did absolutely nothing on that day, that's also fine because it means my body probably needed that. Mm -hmm. So either way, I win. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's the same thing with our business right now because we've come to the end of the year and like we have to work the work still needs to go out but we're going through india fatigue first and all of that all stuff. i'm gonna stop you there thank you leticia so much for the hard work you've been doing for our business thank you baby girl okay continue <laughs> and so you know um we're not putting pressure on how the work goes out as long as the work goes out that's good and um when we get over the fatigue. We're going to go back on routine as we normally do our work. But right now, we're burnt out. And I think we're doing great. The work yeah. is going out. That's why I'm thanking you, girl. Because you are you are doing the things, bro, guys. Everything you're seeing on social media, just know that it's Leticia's brain behind that. Like, she's, she's doing the thing. Despite the fact that she's burnt out. Despite the fact that she is so tired. And yes, we're not doing things to schedule like how we normally do, but it's working. Everything you're doing, Leticia, is working. Everything so... we're doing together is it's working. working. Yeah. Yeah. It's working. We need each other because when you're busy with something else, then I'm doing the other thing. When I'm doing the other thing, then you're doing the other thing. It's not according to schedule, but it's being done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about, guys, you know what? Brace yourself. This podcast is a little long and that's okay because it's the last one until next year. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) How to take care of yourself and show up. You know, like people are going to have resolutions and I want to be like this next year. I want to do that. So like how can people take care of themselves and how can people show up? And before we even answer that question, I just want to say, please don't wait for next year to start. Start right now mm. starting can be anytime guys yeah. don't wait to start yeah. but yeah sarah how to take care of yourself and show up well firstly i wanted to say firstly take care of your inner self but i'm just like you know what take care of whatever you can tackle first yeah whatever it may be uh maybe it's your physical appearance maybe you want to you know, start taking care of your your skin better. You want your skin to look healthier, glowy, or whatever. Then start with that. If it needs to be an internal work, like for example, how we just spoke about forgiving ourselves and forgiving others, that is an internal work that maybe I need to do. Maybe it's a work that you need to do. Then you work on that. So those are the little stuff. And like I said, keep your list simple. Mm-hmm. Write at least four important things on your list that you wish to be better at and then work on that but also acknowledge where you are and who you are right now Mm -hmm. i can reassure you that you are an amazing person if you're listening to this you are an amazing person thank you (laughs) (laughs) you've you've done your best and just appreciate the best that you've done trust me I don't know who you are, but I know you've done your best. And I am applauding you and so applaud yourself. Yeah, applaud yourself. I even forgot what the question was, but 
I really forgot what the question was. What was so the, the question? question was how to take care of yourself and show up. Yeah, so like applaud yourself. And in applauding yourself, that's a way of showing up for yourself. Exactly. It's like, I did that. I am that person. Mm-hmm. And like by doing that, you are already stepping into the best self. You're already showing up for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's it's simple as that. I don't want to add too many... Uh, words of wisdom to this yeah i just don't want to add it too much it's really that simple let's keep it simple yeah let's not complicate things yeah have a list of like four things that help you show up for yourself do at least one thing on that list and start however you want work internally work externally externally. yeah just however you see fit just do but let me just tell you are already doing your best and i love you love you lots chef's kiss Mm -hmm. Uh, with me answering that question since i feel like i've learned how to take care of myself and to show up because if you knew leticia of two years ago and leticia today we guys leticia has gone through different versions originally she was born a very happy person and then she went through something where she just she was sad every day she was crying every day and then i've transitioned out of that and i'm the leticia i am today so i feel like you should listen because this is what i did i listened to my soul to my spirit and to my body i listened to where my body was aching where my body was hurting and then pick up where you are hurting so you know where to take care of yourself from For example, when I would feel sad or anxious, I would feel the pain in my chest or in my back or even in my left arm. And it was even a thing that I know, like, oh, turn on your left side. And I started doing exercises where I show my my heart that I love it. Mm -hmm. And even when we have our weekly meetings, um, we always have a self-care activity that we do before we get into the meeting. And I'll tell you guys, um, put your hand over your heart just listen to it beat and appreciate it because i taught myself to have a relationship with my heart because i felt like i made it go through a lot and it's still there it's fighting for me and i feel like my heart is such an amazing organ my your heart is the very first thing to form when your mom conceives like it's the very first thing and when you're dying it's the very last thing to give up on you so your heart is very precious i was like i have to have a relationship with my heart and ever since i've had a better relationship with my heart i don't have regular chest pains or back pains or pain going down my arm it's because i listened to my body and because i was going through everything spiritually i had put also got to the side and i took him back slowly not drastically like i'm gonna pray every day sometimes it was just a simple thank you at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day and from there we keep adding on so i took care of my spiritual life like that and so i'm just continuing to listen to my body it's it's speaking to me and from there then i know okay you need this okay you need this okay we need to deduct a little bit of this from you to do this so that's how i'm taking care of myself because i feel like you're the best person to know what you need right Mm -hmm. and so when you know how to take care of yourself in that sense whether it's internally or externally then from there you can start providing and when you start taking care of yourself automatically you start showing up so that's what i've been doing it hasn't always been easy every day i really have bad days sometimes even bad weeks even a bad month but it's all part of the process and that's how i'm learning to take care of myself and to show up for myself nice well done leticia come sammy (laughs) and then our last question since we are in final not final festive season is how to deal with festive season like we said some people will be spending it alone some people will be spending it with toxic family and some people will really be just celebrating with people that they love so yeah what, what's our message to everyone you know i'm african right <laughs> and i know how africans operate especially when you have christmas and new year's there's no such things as setting boundaries guys i can come here and give you advice you know what set boundaries Uh -uh. no yes you can don't get me wrong i'm not even downplaying it you can set (laughs) boundaries but 
as an African, you know how boundaries work. Like, they're not going to listen to you. But Sarah, let's be honest. Like, let's even appreciate our family right now. Yeah. Like, they just expected us to show up at whoever's house. But they literally left us alone. Like, you could go in the room. Whoever's house it is. You just sit in the room the whole day. When it's time to eat, you eat. We didn't even wash the dishes, sorry. Yeah. At the end of the day, we didn't even wash the dishes. Yes. You go home or or you sit in a lounge where there's no one. Dude, like, I never even used to chop an ve- onion. vegetables. Not even an onion dog. I remember the one time I pretended to chop um vegetables at a family Christmas what what dinner or whatever. And to be honest, I was just playing around acting a fool. So I I'm very fortunate and lucky to have a family that just and it's not that they don't care, but it's just like I don't think they care because it's like, once the, one of the functions. I don't know what it was. I went in the kitchen. I was like, ah, let me just help them wash the dishes. And one of my cousin walked. She's like, ah, let me see you washing the dishes. Why are you washing the dishes? It's <laughs> like they don't even expect me to. But what about the African people of African families who they have family members who expect them to do all these things and family members who say crazy stuff like they pick on your weight, they. They 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 talk about how you're still single. It's like, oh, you're still single. When are you getting married? You are now 27 years of age and you're still not married. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry for anyone who's going through that. Like, I'm how do we so help them? I'm so grateful that we don't... So we didn't go through that. Like, how do we help them during the festive season? Like, on a real note... Actually, tell them straight up. I, I was like that with my family yeah. members. Like my family members you know like if they say something that I don't like, I'll be like, I don't appreciate how you're talking to me right now. And I literally say that. Yeah, no, you have and that's a way of setting boundaries. But sometimes they just won't listen to you. Like it might even make the situation worse like this. I'm just talking about families wait when you even set boundaries like that, like don't speak to me like that. And she's your auntie. She's gonna be like, eh, this child is rude. No, but you don't say it in a rude way. Like I don't say it in a rude way. Like, first of all... African people, people, even if you don't say things in a rude way, they still take it as you being rude. Let's be honest. Let's be for real. Like, you can talk in the nicest voice. Like, auntie... Uh, give me a name. Shongololo. Auntie Shongololo. Like, no. Like, don't speak to me like that. I don't appreciate. They'll be like, what do you mean you don't appreciate? You are 27 years. You need to get married. Huh? This is the time for you to have children. Yeah. Tyler, ma'am... Please focus on your own marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so on a serious note though, best of season, you're going to go home to be maybe with your toxic family. So this is people who, like, who who's going to spend the Christmas with aunties and uncles who are toxic, who ask questions that are just invasive or whatever. I would just say, you already know it's going to happen. It's going to come. I want to speak in English. Tanga motema. You already know that. Not only what is tanga motema. I mean, strengthen your heart. Oh, close your heart. Make close it, your make heart. It hard, like. Close your heart. <laughs> Just go there with that expectation that these things are going to happen. Be strong, but don't take these things to heart. Mm. Don't take it to heart. It's not a reflection of who you are but a reflection of who they are they're not taking the time to get to know you they're not getting they're not taking the time to understand where you are in life right now right so don't take it to heart don't internalize it go there with an open mind i mean that's the best thing you can do i'm really talking from an african perspective because i am an african i know how these things go just go there and don't take anything to heart just take things with a pinch of salt and for those who, who are going to spend Christmas alone, I would suggest you do things that you love, right? Let's say you're far from your family in another country all by yourself. I would say just do things that you love. So if you're into coloring, get yourself an adult coloring book from us. Hello. 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 Get yourself an adult coloring book from us, maybe. Color in. Uh, play one of your favorite movies. You know those movies from the 2000s, mm-hmm. those rom-com mm-hmm. movies from the 2000s, mm-hmm. those um, movies like Mean Girls or whatever. You can play those type of movies um, with a nice meal and snack for yourself. And if you have someone to call, you call someone, even if they're far from you. 
you call someone who's and someone you know will pick up the phone and mm. be with you on that day even if you guys talk for just five minutes hey hey how are you how are you um that's how i would say you spend it and those who will be spending christmas with people they actually love and enjoy big ups to you man big ups to you just enjoy the moment embrace all your family members and friends because you know this life thing only comes once and for those who also don't have family but you have friends um, make your friends your family spend christmas with them if you guys can come and together. also if you're in a space where you can actually reach out to someone like mm-hmm. you know this person doesn't have people around but you can reach, reach out, out to them to invite them, them invite them invite them yeah if you have friends who you know are lonely out there and you know they can come to your family's house invite those friends over and be like fam come spend christmas with us for example last christmas my family didn't plan anything. I don't know why. Yeah. But it was the first Christmas where we didn't gather together. Yeah. I think we didn't gather together because we were planning one of my cousin's wedding. Yeah. So we were already doing the most. Yeah. And that Christmas, Sarah and I were supposed to spend it just the two, two of, of us, us in the house because yeah. my parents went out of the province. And one of our friends called us. She was like, my family's coming over. Would you guys like to spend Christmas with us? Sarah and I went there. I even wore um Santa's outfit we yeah. went there we spent the day with her family yeah it was really nice it was so nice it was well that's it thank you so much for tuning in on this episode thank you for supporting us throughout the season and i hope you enjoyed yourself i hope you took some things away with you that were very valuable to you absolutely we also learned a lot speaking through this podcast and i hope you guys also learned thank you guys for sticking around and i hope that we're going to meet again next year but during this festive time may you take care of yourself may you be safe in everything that you do and i love you all very much if you're feeling down at any time just close your eyes and think wow maybe loves me i really do so yeah guys i love you guys and happy festive season bye bye